there everyone, welcome back into VG Emporium, video game music and more, and today we're going to be focusing in on the more part. Um, if you were, if you recall from the last episode, I alluded to what this week's episode would be about, and it's a little compilation called Nags Presents 100 Best Demo Scene Small Tunes, and it's basically just this huge collection of, like, demo scene tunes from, from like the late 80s all the way up until 2009, and it's just like a mix of multiple formats, multiple uh, tr music trackers. It's a uh, it's a really cool collection that Nags put together here, and I'm gonna be sharing the ten tracks that are my favorites from this collection of a hundred. So you know, what I'm gonna show you here is just a tenth of what you can listen to on this uh, compilation, and I would highly recommend you go check it out. Um, I've linked in the show notes um, where you can currently download the zip file as well as the original site where the compilation was released on, um, uh, the download link is, or the download link is dead, but it's still cool to check out, you know, the, the release blurb and as well as like comments on there from 2009 when it was released. Now, before I go any further, uh, maybe I should explain what is demo scene? Well, what it was is uh, back in the eighties when uh, computers were really starting to become a lot more available, like the Commodore 64 and Amiga, uh, people started getting together and, uh, you know, learning, well, people were doing like things separately, you know, making music either in the tracking programs that were starting to come out or making graphics and weird little like video things. And these people started coming together in, in groups and combining these things and creating what was called a demo. And these would usually be put on a disc, a floppy disc or a little, you know, those little like three quarter hard disks things. And uh, yeah, they would just start like, I think in the early internet, you'd be able to like actually share the files back and forth or like, I think they would send the discs back to each other, but also there'd be, um, a, like, things like get-togethers, gatherings, where you'd actually, you know, like, trade discs, or, like, you know, you'd make multiple discs and, like, hand them out to people or sell them, I don't know, I don't know the history on it, you know, I was just a little, I was just a wee little, wee little, like, snot goblin when all this was going down, really going down, but, um, yeah, it's just, like, it's how the name came out, it was a scene, they were trading out demos, demo scene, and the scene's still going pretty strong, uh, today, you know, it's not just now limited to those personal computers of the late 80s, early 90s, like the Commodore 64, Amiga, um, ZX Spectrum, CPC Amstrad, all those things. Um, it's extended to consoles even. And so yeah, basically, Demo Scene is just a combination of graphics, programming, and music. And today, we are focusing on the music. So now the track that we opened up with was Zigzawu by Nags. And this was made in Fast Tracker 2 under the XM or Extended Module format. And I actually have the module opened up right here in front of me and reading in the little comments section that the most tracks, uh, tracker module files will have. Um, it reads, created by NAGS of GRM243 to TQL, PE, Drugs, MLB, and STN, which I imagine are all like the different groups that he was involved in. Um, Dream. All samples by me, made in 2000 in Hungary, and then just a bunch of extra greets or like, um, you know, shout outs to people like Bacter, Quasar, Drax. UX, Vlad, NetPoet, N-O-I-S-E, Salza, just to name a few that are on there. So now I couldn't really find much information on Nags himself. Um, you know, it's kind of the case for most of these demo sceners. It's like, like if you're in the know, you know. Like if you're really involved with the scene, you like, you know, who's who and what's going on and everything. And if you're not, you know, you're kind of just having to hunt down like different sites like Poets, um, various other demo scene sites to try to get little tidbits and stuff. So. I'm gonna just kind of leave it to reading the comments on the modules and everything and maybe just telling you what I personally know about them. And what I can tell you about Nags is that his music is just almost otherworldly. It's just crazy how, how good he is with like all his little like chip leads and everything. And actually that's one other little note I forgot to mention was that that's where the phrase chiptune came from was from the like these tracker demo scene stuff. Um, because, like, you know, with trackers, you could actually sample real instruments, like on the Amiga and all this stuff. Um, and But when you would use sounds that, like, simple s waves, like square, triangle, all that stuff, that, that would sound like these old, like, older computers and consoles that could only have, like, that 8-bit generation, they were called chip tunes because they were using chip sounds. It wasn't until, like, you know, maybe, like, the 2000s or so that chip tune really started kind of being considered towards, like, older music on consoles, like, the on the NES, Sega Genesis... SNES, just like like sounds that were being made off of those sound chips, but so when you hear chip tune, it can either have two meanings, like either music being made on the sound chips of those old consoles, or music being made on tracker programs using these 
chip sounds like you know simple square waves triangle saw it's like sign all that stuff now we're gonna move on to our next tune here it is as uginak by carlos made in 1998 As Uginok by Carlos, made in 1998 in the .xm format on Fast Tracker 2. And what his module comments read is Lakatos Uginok Kalendjai. Chiptuned by Carlos, Mandula.beat.breeze for ADSCMC number one. So I can tell you that Mandula, Beep, and Breeze were three groups that he was were a part of, um, as well as Chakote. And um, his real name is Gabor Sordas um, from Budapest, Budapest, uh, Hungary, and he is currently now actually a uh, actual music producer of like jazz and funk style music. And uh, you can find him on SoundCloud. I'm gonna link him on the show notes as well as on the uh, demo zoo, which is where I found out all this stuff. And this is a fun little jazzy chip tune. Now, weren't it? He's got a nice bouncy step and that really cool uh, little like uh, solo lead section in the middle there. Oh yes, it's a mighty fine tune. A mighty fine small tune. So now, we're gonna move on to our next track. And that is Lagoon Level from Fury of the Furries, Not That Kind, by Moby. It is a dot .mod file made in 1992.
that was Lagoon Level from Fury of the Furries by Moby, made in 1992 for the Amiga. And now you may be asking, why is there a sound from a song from a game on this compilation? Well, that is because Moby, also known as El Mobo Behemoth, real name Friedrich Mott from France. And he is one of the grand masters of the demo scene, you know, starting back in 1988. 1988. Um, yeah, he would, you know, just made a, just a massive amount of music in the demo scene, and then eventually would go on to actually make music for video games, which is kind of like the big dream of demo sceners, I think. And he's still going today, kind of going back and forth between like the demo scene and video game music making. So now, um, back to the furry of the fury of the furries. Um, yeah, so no, this is not furries in the context of nowadays of people's like you know wearing the costumes and being into anthropomorphized animals. Uh, no, furries in this case, in this game, are these little balls of fur with these big old eyes with no like separation. So like think Sonic eyes, uh, these kind of like you know kind of attitudinal smirks and big old toes, big old fleshy toes. And you know, it's just uh, one of those Amiga platformers of the European style. So just a lot of stuff to collect in these big old crazy stages. You know, if you know, you know. But something cool I found is um, under his, under the name El Mobo on Bandcamp, he did share the Furry of the Furies Amiga soundtrack. And he has uh, a blurb here to go with it. So it says, here's the music from the Amiga version of Fury of the Furries. The tunes are named after the levels they were supposed to be assigned to, but the developers messed everything up. As always, if you think the music is faster than your memory, then you probably played the PAL version of the game, which plays the music at the wrong tempo. As you can see, everything that could have gone wrong with this game soundtrack actually did. Just found out that two bonus tracks were actually used in the Macintosh version of the game, so they have been named, renamed accordingly. And yeah, so this is back in 2010 when he posted this up there. And uh, yeah, this game was ported to, you know, various other format like platforms like IBM PC, Macintosh, all that stuff. Um, so I kind of actually like the IBM PC version. It's like the FM OPL3 sound. So like, you know, AdLib. I think it's AdLib. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, no, I like that version too because I am ever the FM junkie. But unfortunately, no FM at all this day. But we're going to move on to our next track. And that is Belfast Unlimited by J. Cole. And um, it's a uh, .it format. And I'm assuming that it was like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. I don't have a date on the module or anything. So here you go. This is a really cool, interesting track.
You just got your brain scrambled by Belfast Unlimited by J. Cole. Also known as Exact, J. Cool, real name Matt Swan from Oulu, Finland. And this is made in the .it uh, impulse tracker module format. And out of all the modules that um, I've been sharing with you today, this one's the most interesting to uh, like watch the playback of in like a tracker because it's not just a straightforward like playthrough like you know, he's just like individually cutting things up. It's like stuttered like he has like this effect set where it'll like stutter repeat like keep going slowly going down jumping back up going and it's like it's just weird and crazy and all over the place and uh yeah when you uh, if you go and download that zip file that has all these modules look for it's called uh belfastu and uh just load it up in something like you know an impulse tracker or mod plug or milky tracker or whatever and just watch it go because it's just so fascinating Though I'm just now looking at the uh, comment section on the module and it's saying do not use a mod plug as playback, mix it to use IT, joy. But um, this pack was from 2009 and so I'd imagine by now, like, you know, almost more than 10 years later, mod plug is updated to the point where it can play it back right. So what you're hearing is how it's intended to hear. I'm actually going to use this time to kind of talk about my experience with this whole like 100, 100 demo scenes pack. Um, yeah, I, found, I think I found it like in you know, late 2009 and didn't really get a chance to really explore it until 2010 when I was at living in San Francisco for three months. Um, I was going to a place called SAE Institute of Technology for a three-month course on electric, electronic music production, but it didn't start until February. I moved there in January as a student, so I was living in this hostel place. It was called Vantaggio Suites, and I was sharing a room with two other peoples, and the roommates were almost always, well, were always foreign, like, you know, coming from other countries, coming to learn English for the most part. So I had a lot of free time. So a lot, like, if I wasn't walking around the city, I was sitting with my laptop, like, opening these up in Milky Tracker and just watching them, just kind of, like, just fascinated, like, how are they doing this with this, like, these things? Because at the time, I was only using Reason or Fruity Loops or uh, Ableton. So just seeing this new way of making music, like, you know, with all these, like, letters and numbers and like weird things going on and stuff it was just like kind of just blew and expanded my mind in a way um i didn't really get the grasp of it until maybe you know a couple of years later when i got my hands on a vgm music maker and that's when it actually set into like oh this is how it works but yeah no i had a fun time watching them all and then i actually went so far as to export all the tracks to wave file and then and then uh, turn them into .mp3s to put onto my mp3 player so I could listen to them on the go. So yeah. So yeah, it's definitely not a small thing to say that this pack of 100 demo scene tunes uh, put together by Nags had a pretty big impact on me. Now I got something a little easier on the ears coming up here. This is Yogurt Factory by Radix. A .xm file made in 1999.
was Yoghurt Factory by Radix, a .xm module made in 1999. And the little comment section in the uh, module says, Radix Digisonics, Little Yogi Factory and Alsace Countryside. And this definitely kind of helps uh, make you see that yogurt factory on the countryside there. Um, so yeah, so Radix, also known as Mosaic, Rimdelego, Sinespri, and Raji, his real name is Jacob Svanholm uh, from Stockholm, Sweden. And this guy has been in a massive number of groups, uh, just to name a few. Digisonics, uh, Replay, The Black Lotus, Velvet Development, um, and then some inactive ones now, uh, Analog Music, Duplo, uh, Tokyo Dawn Records. And this fella has been active since uh, 1993 with the demo scene. And he's still going today with the latest track on Demo Zoo, uh, being Salty Water, which was another Amiga tune, so dot mod, in August of 2022, so just last month. And I found he does have a SoundCloud where he's uh, making some really, really cool soundscape music uh, under the name Mosaic. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna link that in the show notes because it's like from just a few tracks I've listened to, they're really good. Well, we're halfway through with what I want to share with you today. Um, and uh, to do this halfway point, I've got a really cool one here for you. A familiar name. This is Daring Escape by Vert. This is a .it module made in 1999. Daring Escape by Vert, an impulse tracker module made in 1999. 
And I don't feel I need to tell you about Vert because, uh, you know, I featured him as one of my masters of EGM when that was going on back in June. But maybe just a little recap. So, real name, Jake Kaufman. Um, he is a VGM wizard. Like, you know, starting in 2000 with, or like 99, 2000 with uh, Dry Mouth on the Game Boy Color. Going on to do Shantae um, in later years. Uh, Shovel Knight currently is working on uh, the soundtrack for Mina the Hollower. And then just recently, just like within the last few days, released, um, Shovel Knight Dig was released. And he did the soundtrack for that. Um, and I hear tell entirely in Bamboo Tracker, which is a tracker that emulates the um, YM2608, which is the uh, sound chip used in the NEC PC series of computers. And yes, our boy here has been lightly involved with the demo scene since like, you know, late 90s, kind of just doing things here and there. Uh, the latest thing I could find on DemoZoo was that he had done music for a, uh, a little MS-DOS demo called uh, 8,088 miles per hour, which takes this uh, uh, 1983 or 81 uh, IBM PC and does things on it that you would never imagine could have been done. I didn't even know about this PC and it could be done. Like they took a computer that had about maybe one color with hacks, 16 at the most, and made it have 1,000 different colors on it and doing all these crazy things that, you know, like I said, you wouldn't imagine this old ass computer could do. And the music on it is uh, one, like, you know, one beeper style. And of course, Vert was able to squeeze as much out of he could as he could out of it. Oh, and I should mention that this was in 2015. So now I'm going to read you the blurb that is on the module because it's actually pretty cool. So this first started as an attempt to integrate a breakbeat with an old chip tune I had written. And I ended up combining several melodies that were not powerful enough on their own into one large idea. I had originally envisioned this as an escape from a huge castle with the fanfare at the beginning and then devious strings of tension, of stirrings of tension. I ended up going way out of line with the with cheesy chord progressions. Some Necros influence here, and I believe it or not, I used one four chord transition from the fight music in Laguna's scenarios in Final Fantasy VIII. See if you can find it. Smiley face. At the end, the last pattern with the drums in it the, the chord progressions is a variant of the type used in the Back of the Future theme. I've never been able to get it before, and I'm fucking proud, because it's complicated. In all, I think this captures the long journey together, so it was fitting for Tasha and Robert. For a little bit of context, I remember finding this originally on um, his old website, Big Lion Music, and under this one it said uh, you know, he had created this song as a celebration for his friend's marriage. So there's that, you know, that Tasha and Robert bit. So now moving right along, I got another fun track for you. This is Jumping Cows and Pigs by Hagman, an XM module made in 2000.
that was Jumping Cows and Pigs by Hageman, an XM module made in 2000. And this module is just wacky, wacky time. So the music was done by Hogman, um, real name Thomas Hogfirst from Sweden. But um, there's some pattern weirdness going on by uh, Tom Trisk. So about halfway through the track, like um, it's kind of like does that, does it stop? And then it goes like, you know, like that crazy solo bit. What Trisk did, Tom Trisk, took the patterns and like cut them up into like little bits. So like there's like little like the module um like the pattern uh numbers are like individual little like notes and then get expanding expanding and then going upwards instead of downwards and then just going jumping all over the place and just doing weird crazy stuff it's kind of like it's kind of like belfast unlimited but a different way and it's just like still i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's just another one of those ones you just got to grab the module open it up in mod plug tracker and just watch it because it's just wacky so a little bit on the notes, um, the only English part is Do You Miss the Amiga, Dosk Pop, and Old School. And then it just goes off into a Swedish and then a bunch of thanks in Swedish. But um, yeah, so this is done in the style of like, you know, old Amiga tracks, like, you know, using the samples and sounds and like, I think the, let's see here. Uh, yeah, going with the four channel format, but being an XM file, like an extended module, he you can have like extra like, craziness going on with like the effects commands and everything and like the, the pattern fun times so now we're going to take the silly dial and turn it all the way down with the next track called tears of the heart by drax of maniacs of noise another xm module made in 2001 Tears of My Heart by Drax, a Fast Tracker 2 extended module made in 2001 for the uh, chip music disc called Ouch 2. And so now Drax, real name Thomas Mogensen of uh, Denmark, he is another one of those of the early demo scene. So back in like 1988 is when he started up doing stuff for Commodore 64 and just looking at this list, still doing primarily Commodore 64 demo scene uh, you know, to today, doing the occasional tracked music for uh, music discs and compos. And I think the kind of thing I like about this track is that, um, you know, the combination of the chip sounds with that string, like the pad string in the background. Imagine, like, if you're in that certain state, that it'll really pull at your angst, kind of get you a little, little tear jerky. But to pull us out of that melancholy, I got us an action packed track. This is Final Boss Theme by Zabutong, another Fast Tracker 2 extended module made in 2003.
That was Final Boss Theme by Zabotom, an extended module made in 2003. So now Zabotom is one of those I knew about before finding this pack, and uh, you know it was mostly through his uh, sound chip chiptune stuff. So like you know he had done a lot of stuff for NES, Commodore 64, I think some some AY like ZX Spectrum stuff. He's been active since about like the early 2000s, like 2001 or so, doing a lot of like you know demo scene stuff for Amiga, Commodore 64, uh, Game Boy, Nintendo, um, you know a lot of tracker music. He's been doing a lot of uh, live electronic sets. And if you'd like to check that out, it's all up on a SoundCloud and Bandcamp, and I'll be, you know, sharing those in the show notes. So now winding down, I got my last track here for you. This is Finally by Sample Master, an impulse tracker module made in 2002. Finally, by Sample Master, Impulse Tracker module made in 2002 for Big Chip Compo number three. And how do I know the compo it was made for? Well, in the sh- in the notes that he did for the module, it says song made for Big Chip Compo number three. This is my first chip tune, so I don't e- so I don't expect it to win. Anyway, it was a hard time making this tune compatible with XM Play since it was made in Impulse and remastered with Modplug Tracker. 
but I think I managed well doing that. Still, this song is best played in Modplug Player, so try that once. Bay. So an interesting note on this one is that when I originally played it and exported it with uh, Milky Tracker, it played it very strangely. Like the um, like the uh, symbols that are in there, like you know they kind of do like weird little pitch tricks in the mod plug in Milky Tracker. It just hit and then it just kept it going, kept the like the uh, loop of the crash just going throughout the entire song, and then all the the other instruments like sounded weird, different. Um, didn't have like the like kind of smoothness that this version does on Modplug Tracker. So yeah, for the longest time, I had been listening to it improperly, and then it wasn't until I discovered um, you know Modplug Tracker that I heard it right for the first time. And that's actually been the case for a few of these tracks as well as like you know that whole pack I had. A lot of them you know played properly, played just right, but there were a few of them that had weird little quirks. Some of them were just like kind of weird, you know, didn't, wasn't big noticeable, and then some of them were just like this one, where it was just like a big and egregious errors going on, so, yeah. Just like, you know, Milky Tracker's good for some things, but sounds seems like um, open plug, you know, open uh, mod plug tracker right now is the, uh, if you want to listen to module files or make them, might be the one to go for. So now as for Sample Master, um, doesn't seem like much going on, like, you know, first track was fi this one finally in 2002, though from the sound of the description on the notes, May have been doing stuff before that, but you know, on DemoZoo and Nectarine and Mod Archive, it doesn't go back further than 2002. And uh, and then he did a couple, one thing in 2008 and 2009, and then not much after that. You know, so I can't really tell you much more about the guy. And there you have it, some of my favorites from this 100 DemoScene Small Tune Collection by Nags. You know, I'll say it right here that there's probably those that could cover this collection way better than I could. You know, probably have a better understanding of the demo scene. Because, you know, my, my, my knowledge of it is just limited to, you know, some of the bigger names and some of the weird little things that I'll find out doing my research for this things, but not that I'm going to let that stop me from sharing my love of this music. And so I mentioned before that I'll be linking the uh, zip file with all the modules in it. You know, like I said, just get your hands on it. Check it out because it is just like such a varied collection of music and, uh, you know, worth listening to. So now I spiel at you. So... This has been DG Emporium, and you can find it on all your favorite podcatchers, as well as on social medias, as Instagram and Twitter, as well as, and then I've been your host, the proprietor of this fine establishment. Yeah, Rage Cage. Um, you can find me also on those social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, kinda, um, as well as SoundCloud, where I post all my original music. None of it on the level of this stuff. Oh, and yes, there is a YouTube channel for both VG Emporium and Rage Cage if you like to check that out. And then, uh, let's see, what's going on next week is uh, something I've been looking forward to for uh, ever since I started the show. I'm gonna be having my very first guest on VG Emporium. He's uh, one of my longest, time, long time friends. Um, and you know, when we get together, just stuff gets ridiculous and wonky and it's a fun time. Uh, the s music we're gonna be listening to is, um, it's very hard to describe. It's kinda calls it cutesy shy. Um, mysterious. It's kind of inexplicable. But yeah, so next week, with my friend Wade, we're going to be listening to an inexplicably cute sound. I hope you're ready, because it's going to get ridiculous. <laughs>